Hi, this is Danny Whitaker with Devoted to Scripture. I'm reading through the Bible in a year and sharing my reading with you. This is day 116 of our journey. When Jehu destroyed Ahab and his line, the Lord promised that four generations of his family would sit on the throne in Samaria. Today we see the fulfillment of that promise, as Jehoahaz, Jehoash, Jeroboam, and Zechariah rule as kings. Each one continued to follow the wicked ways of the former kings of Israel. Their misdeeds led to turbulent times and unrest in Israel. Jehu's descendants left the throne as King Zechariah was assassinated after only six months on the throne. After them, Shalem, Menahem, Pekahiah, and Pekah reigned in Samaria. Though all these kings continued to do evil in the sight of the Lord, the Lord was not yet ready to remove them from the land of promise. Always faithful, God continued to act favorably in order to save his people from oppression. While these kings were ruling in Israel, Amaziah, Azariah, and Jotham reigned in Judah. Each of these kings did right in the eyes of the Lord, though each of them allowed the continued practice of worship in the high places. This also marks the end of the ministry of Elisha. Today we see his final acts, including the resurrection of the dead, after Elisha himself had died. Join me in 2 Kings 13-15 to to see God's continued faithfulness to his people. 2 Kings 13 In the twenty-third year of the reign of Judah's king Joash, son of Ahaziah, Jehu's son Jehoahaz became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for seventeen years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He continued in the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who had encouraged Israel to sin. He did not repudiate those sins. The Lord was furious with Israel and handed them over to King Hazael of Syria and to Hazael's son Ben-Hadad for many years. Jehoahaz asked for the Lord's mercy, and the Lord responded favorably, for he saw that Israel was oppressed by the king of Syria. The Lord provided a deliverer for Israel, and they were freed from Syria's power. The Israelites once more lived in security, but they did not repudiate the sinful ways of the family of Jeroboam, who encouraged Israel to sin. They continued in those sins. There was even an Asherah pole standing in Samaria. Jehoahaz had no army left except for fifty horsemen, ten chariots, and ten thousand foot soldiers. The king of Syria had destroyed his troops and trampled on them like dust. The rest of the events of Jehoahaz's reign, including all his accomplishments and successes, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Jehoahaz passed away and was buried in Samaria. His son Joash replaced him as king. In the 37th year of King Joash's reign over Judah, Jehoahaz's son Jehoash became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for 16 years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. He continued in those sins. The rest of the events of Joash's reign, including all his accomplishments and his successful war with King Amaziah of Judah, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Joash passed away, and Jeroboam succeeded him on the throne. Joash was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. Now Elisha had a terminal illness. King Joash of Israel went down to visit him. He wept before him and said, My father, my father, the chariot and horsemen of Israel. Elisha told him, Take a bow and some arrows, and he did so. 
Then Elisha told the king of Israel, Aim the bow. He did so. And Elisha placed his hand on the king's hands. Elisha said, Open the east window. And he did so. Elisha said, Shoot. And he did so. Elisha said, This arrow symbolizes the victory the Lord will give you over Syria. You will annihilate Syria in Aphek. Then Elisha said, Take the arrows. And he did so. He told the king of Israel, Strike the ground. He struck the ground three times and stopped. The prophet got angry at him and said, If you had struck the ground five or six times, you would have annihilated Syria. But now you will defeat Syria only three times. Elisha died and was buried. Moabite raiding parties invaded the land at the beginning of the year. One day some men were burying a man when they spotted a raiding party, so they threw the dead man into Elisha's tomb. When the body touched Elisha's bones, the dead man came to life and stood on his feet. Now King Hazael of Syria oppressed Israel throughout Jehoahaz's reign, but the Lord had mercy on them and felt pity for them. He extended his favor to them because of the promise he had made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He has been unwilling to destroy them or remove them from his presence to this very day. When King Hazael of Syria died, his son Ben-Hadad replaced him as king. Jehoahaz's son Jehoash took back from Ben-Hadad, son of Hazael, the cities that he had taken from his father Jehoahaz in war. Joash defeated him three times and recovered the Israelite cities. 2 Kings 14 In the second year of the reign of Israel's king Joash, son of Joahaz, Joash's son Amaziah became king over Judah. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother was Jehoadan, who was from Jerusalem. He did what the Lord approved, but not like David his father. He followed the example of his father Joash, but the high places were not eliminated. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense on the high places. When he had secured control of the kingdom, he executed the servants who had assassinated his father, but he did not execute the sons of the assassins. He obeyed the Lord's commandment as recorded in the law scroll of Moses. Fathers must not be put to death for what their sons do, and sons must not be put to death for what their fathers do. A man must be put to death only for his own sin. He defeated 10,000 Edomites in the Salt Valley. He captured Selah in battle and renamed it Jokthiel, a name it has retained to this very day. Then Amaziah sent messengers to Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz, son of Jehu, king of Israel. He said, Come, let's meet face to face. King Jehoash of Israel sent this message back to King Amaziah of Judah. A thorn bush in Lebanon sent this message to a cedar in Lebanon. Give your daughter to my son as a wife. Then a wild animal of Lebanon came by and trampled down the thorn. You thoroughly defeated Edom, and it has gone to your head. Gloat over your success, but stay in your place. Why bring calamity on yourself? Why bring down yourself and Judah along with you? But Amaziah would not heed the warning. So King Jehoash of Israel attacked. He and King Amaziah of Judah met face to face in Beth Shemesh of Judah. Judah was defeated by Israel, and each man ran back home. King Jehoash of Israel captured King Amaziah of Judah, son of Jehoash, son of Ahaziah, in Beth Shemesh. He attacked Jerusalem and broke down the wall of Jerusalem from the gate of Ephraim to the corner gate, a distance of about 600 feet. He took away all the gold and silver, all the items found in the Lord's temple and in the treasuries of the royal palace, and some hostages. Then he went back to Samaria. 
the rest of the events of Jehoash's reign, including all his accomplishments and his successful war with King Amaziah of Judah, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Jehoash passed away and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. His son Jeroboam replaced him as king. King Amaziah, son of Joash of Judah, lived for 15 years after the death of King Jehoash, son of Jehoahaz of Israel. The rest of the events of Amaziah's reign are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. Conspirators plotted against him in Jerusalem, so he fled to Lachish. But they sent assassins after him, and they killed him there. His body was carried back by horses, and he was buried in Jerusalem with his ancestors in the city of David. All the people of Judah took Azariah, who was sixteen years old, and made him king in his father Amaziah's place. Azariah built up Elat and restored it to Judah after the king had passed away. In the fifteenth year of the reign of Judah's king Amaziah, son of Joash, Jeroboam, son of Joash, became king over Israel. He reigned for forty-one years in Samaria. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. He restored the border of Israel from Lebo Hamath in the north to the sea of the Rift Valley in the south, just as in the message from the Lord God of Israel that he had announced through his servant Jonah, son of Amittai, the prophet from gath Hefer. The Lord saw Israel's intense suffering. Everyone was weak and incapacitated, and Israel had no deliverer. The Lord had not decreed that he would blot out Israel's memory from under heaven, so he delivered them through Jeroboam, son of Joash. The rest of the events of Jeroboam's reign, including all his accomplishments, his military success in restoring Israelite control over Damascus and Hamath, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Jeroboam passed away and was buried in Samaria with the kings of Israel. His son Zechariah replaced him as king. 2 Kings 15. In the twenty-seventh year of King Jeroboam's reign over Israel, Amaziah's son Azariah became king over Judah. He was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah, who was from Jerusalem. He did what the Lord approved, just as his father Amaziah had done. But the high places were not eliminated. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense on the high places. The Lord afflicted the king with an illness. He suffered from a skin disease until the day he died. He lived in separate quarters, while his son Jotham was in charge of the palace and ruled over the people of the land. The rest of the events of Azariah's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. Azariah passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. His son Jotham replaced him as king. In the 38th year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Jeroboam's son Zechariah became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for six months. He did evil in the sight of the Lord as his ancestors had done. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. Shalom, son of Jabesh, conspired against him. He assassinated him in Iblim and took his place as king. The rest of the events of Zechariah's reign are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. His assassination fulfilled the Lord's message to Jehu. Four generations of your descendants will rule on Israel's throne. And that is how it happened. Shalom, son of Jabesh, became king in the 39th year of King Uzziah's reign over Judah. He reigned for one month in Samaria. Menahem, son of Gadi, went up from Terza to Samaria and attacked Shalom, son of Jabesh. He killed him and took his place as king. The rest of the events of Shalom's reign, 
including the conspiracy he organized, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. At that time, Menahem came from Terza and attacked Tifsa. He struck down all who lived in the city and the surrounding territory because they would not surrender. He even ripped open the pregnant women. In the 39th year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Menahem, son of Gadi, became king over Israel. He reigned for ten years in Samaria. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. During his reign, Pul, king of Assyria, invaded the lands, and Menahem paid him a thousand talents of silver to gain his support and to solidify his control of the kingdom. Menahem got this silver by taxing all the wealthy men in Israel. He took fifty shekels of silver from each one of them and paid it to the king of Assyria. Then the king of Assyria left. He did not stay there in the land. The rest of the events of Menahem's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. Menahem passed away, and his son Pekahiah replaced him as king. In the fiftieth year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Menahem's son Pekahiah became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for two years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. His officer Pekah, son of Remaliah, conspired against him. He and fifty Gileadites assassinated Pekahiah, as well as Argob and Arya, in Samaria, in the fortress of the royal palace. Pekah then took his place as king. The rest of the events of Pekahiah's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of King Azariah's reign over Judah, Pekah, son of Remaliah, became king over Israel. He reigned in Samaria for twenty years. He did evil in the sight of the Lord. He did not repudiate the sinful ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, who encouraged Israel to sin. During Pekah's reign over Israel, King Tiglath-Pileser of Assyria came and captured Ejon, Abel-Bethmaka, Genoa, Kadesh, Hazor, Gilead, and Galilee, including all the territory of Naphtali. He deported the people to Assyria. Hoshea, son of Ella, conspired against Pekah, son of Remaliah. He assassinated him and took his place as king in the twentieth year of the reign of Jotham, son of Uzziah. The rest of the events of Pekah's reign, including all his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Israel. In the second year of the reign of Israel's king Pekah, son of Remaliah, Uzziah's son Jotham became king over Judah. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned for sixteen years in Jerusalem. His mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. He did what the Lord approved, just as his father Uzziah had done, but the high places were not eliminated. His people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense on the high places. He built the upper gate to the Lord's temple. The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including his accomplishments, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. In those days, the Lord prompted King Rezin of Syria and Pekah, son of Remaliah, to attack Judah. Jotham passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of his ancestor David. His son Ahaz replaced him as king. Thank you for joining me on our shared walk through Scripture today. Devotion to Scripture doesn't begin and end here. My prayer is that you will be encouraged to dig deeper and spend some additional time in God's Word today. If you're looking for a great place to start, check the episode description where you will always find a few key verses from the day's reading to reflect on further. I'd love to hear from you. How is God using this podcast to help you grow? How can I be praying for you? Email me at devotedtoscripture at gmail.com. 
It's amazing seeing a passage come alive as we understand its place in the whole story of the Bible. Knowing and ultimately being a part of that story is the most important undertaking of your life. Join me tomorrow to continue the journey. Be devoted to Scripture.